So how hard do you need to brush your teeth? I would go for either a soft bristle or a medium bristle brush. I'd never go for a hard bristle brush. Amazing. Well, that's what I've got at home. So that's great. Oh, <laughs> Hello, welcome to Dr. Rose Biohealth Podcast. Today we have the amazing, fantastic Mariam joining us today, our hygienist from our DIFC clinic. So Mariam's specialities are oral hygiene, Ooh, hence the hygienist status. Treatments include scale and polish with children and adults. You also do whitenings and biological cleans. So introduce yourself. Well, Sioni, thank you so much for the beautiful um, intro. I am a dental hygienist. I've got 10 years of experience um, working with children and adults. And um, I've been working at the IFC for the past three months. Yeah, it's not, been, it's not been too long, but you have been in Dubai for a little while, haven't you? Yes, I've been uh, in Dubai for almost a year now. Oh, amazing, amazing. And where is it that you're originally from? I am from UK. Oh, fab. What From a city UK? called Manchester. Oh, uh, we all know Manchester. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. So we've got a couple of questions here for you today. Um, we just wanted to know what it is that people can be doing at home to um, keep their oral hygiene before their six months hygiene checkup, like how they can look after their teeth at home, essentially. So my first question is, is what is the most common mistake that patients make when taking care of their teeth? I would say the most common mistake is not brushing along the gum line. Okay. Okay. So brushing the gum, along the gum line is necessary because that's where plaque builds up. A lot of patients, they're brushing their teeth, mm -hmm. thinking brushing the teeth and that's where they need to brush. And then when they do brush the gums, um, the gums start bleeding and they're in inflamed and they automatically think that they're doing something wrong. Okay. Um, but if they were to brush along the gum line on a regular basis, then they wouldn't get bleeding when oh, they're brushing. Right. Okay. So when that happens then, what kind of brush are you meant to be using? Is it a soft brush or a hard brush for when you're brushing along the gums? Well, when you're brushing along the gums, ideally it's between a medium and a soft bristle brush. Okay. I just wouldn't recommend a hard bristle brush for anyone. Okay. No problem. No problem. And how many times a day are you meant to be brushing your teeth? Twice a day. Twice a day? First thing in the morning when mm -hmm. you wake up and last thing at night before you go to bed. Oh, okay. Ideally. Okay. okay? So I understand patients have um, schedules where yes. they, they're working shifts. So if they have a different shift pattern where they're working nights, you know, then it's a case of getting home in the or early hours of the morning. You. Or taking one with them as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Taking a brush in their pocket, ready <laughs> yeah. for work. Oh, yeah, or in their desk. <laughs> definitely, well. definitely. And how will that benefit them when they come and see you in six months' time? It would reduce a lot of the inflammation if they initially did have inflammation of the, of the gums. Mm -hmm. um, so that would mean... The gums are pink and firm, okay. not red, swollen or bleeding. Ah, okay. Amazing. So it's definitely, definitely essential that you brush the gums very gently. Is it in a, like a circular motion, up and down? What kind of, because you can, you can have receding gums, can't you? Is that hereditary? Different techniques um, when it comes to brushing along the gum line. Mm -hmm. The main thing is just focus on being systematic with your brushing uh, and brushing gently. Okay. You can use circular action or you can use an up and down action as well, whichever feels comfortable 
for you. Amazing. But you don't want to miss any areas. Okay. So if you're systematic, you start from one side of the mouth, uh, work the brush all the way around and use that same technique every time, you know you've done a thorough job as you could do. Ah, okay, okay. And flossing. That's a big one. Yeah. Lots of people don't floss or forget to floss or floss once a week. Yes. When should we be flossing? How many times a day? Tell us everything. <laughs> okay. With flossing, ideally you should be flossing on a daily basis. Okay. Once a day before bedtime is probably the best time to do it before bedtime. Minimum once a day. If you want to do it twice, that's perfectly fine. What I've noticed is a lot of patients, um, they struggle to get flossing into their routine. And for those people, I would say just whenever you get the time, but make sure you're doing it every day. The aim of flossing is to disrupt the biofilm, the plaque biofilm that's there. Okay. Okay. Um, if you're not disrupting the plaque biofilm, then your gums are going to become inflamed ah okay okay and there's another one where people think that by brushing their teeth that they're going to get whiter but they're removing plaque and essentially stains but they're not going to be any whiter than what they already were yeah i understand what you mean so when when people are, are brushing their teeth mm -hmm. um they, they might they'll be removing plaque and maybe some light stains okay you know that's possible to remove some light stains which haven't been there for too long plaque can sometimes it's, a, it's actually a colorless um, material but it can give like a yellowish tinge as well okay uh, depending on how long it's been there yeah so when you do brush it can make the teeth look brighter yeah. but it's not whitening your teeth okay um to whiten your teeth you'd need to use um an agent such as hydrogen peroxide yeah in order to actually whiten the tooth ah okay so a lot of patients think that after a scale and polish that their teeth are going to be whiter is that true Okay, so when people come for a scale and polish, majority of people would have plaque buildup, tartar buildup, yeah. and also stains on their teeth as well. So if you remove those materials off, off the teeth, okay, then the teeth can appear to be brighter, mm -hmm. and some people would say whiter. But we're not actually whitening the teeth. In order to whiten your teeth, you'd have to use a chemical agent such as hydrogen peroxide. Amazing. Amazing. So you can't physically, without that chemical, whiten your teeth at home? Yes. You would need either hydrogen peroxide or carbamide peroxide in order to whiten the teeth. Change the, yeah, to change the actual colour of the tooth. Okay. But you can improve its appearance, you know, if you haven't whitened, um, uh, by having a scale and polish. Yeah. And if you have got heavy stains, light stains, removing removing them, removing the tartar, which is like a, a yellowish tone. Yeah. Sometimes even black uh, tartar deposits oh, as wow. well okay. um, can be present on the teeth and that can improve uh, the aesthetics. Ah, amazing. And lots of people don't come to the hygienist after their six months. So why would you recommend them, them come in for their six months hygiene and checkup? Coming for a six monthly hygiene clean, I would say is important because everyone's human. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to have different areas of their mouth that they're going to struggle to take care of themselves yeah. at home. So it's just a good idea just to let us get in there, give them a good clean um, and make sure nowhere's been missed over a long period of time. Ah, okay. Amazing. So 
if you're listening and haven't booked in for your uh, hygiene and checkup and it's been over six months, get booked in and get booked in <laughs> yeah. ASAP. Yeah. So how hard do you need to brush your teeth? Because there's a lot of people that prefer electric toothbrushes. There's a lot of people that prefer soft bristles, medium bristles. What would you recommend your patients? I know everyone's different, but what would you say? I would go for either a soft bristle or Mm -hmm. a medium bristle brush. I'd never go for a hard bristle brush. Okay. Okay. Soft bristle, especially if you're experiencing sensitivity. Mm -hmm. Um, If you've been told by your dentist or your hygienist in the past that you're brushing too hard, um, you've got receding gums, then ideally you should be using a soft bristle brush. Fab. Amazing. Well, that's what I've got at home. So that's great. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, my next question is, what is it that you do within a deep scale and polish appointment? What is it? What are the talk us through the steps? Okay, so whenever anyone comes Mm -hmm. for a hygiene appointment, I would use a probe, which is essentially like a ruler to measure around the tooth and the gum just to assess if there's any pockets present. Okay. If a pocket is present, so a pocket is anything over four millimetres and the areas of bleeding, those areas would require deep scale and polish. Okay, so you need to get into the base of the pocket, flush out the plaque biofilm. If there's any tartar build up underneath there, get rid of the tartar that's there as well. Amazing. So it's it's similar to a, a regular hygiene clean. Okay, and if you've only got a couple of pockets, you might not even notice, you know, that we are doing a deep scale and polish other than me telling you we're doing a deep scale and polish. Okay. Yeah. Um, But it's important that if you have deep pockets to get into the base, flush those um, uh, pockets out, get Mm. rid of the bacteria and encourage um, healing around those areas again. Okay. Can you visibly, to the to us at home if we would open our mouths could we see those pockets what what no no um majority of the time it's very difficult to just eye up a pocket even myself i can't just look in a mouth and just see i can have an idea that once someone's opened their mouth if they're gonna have pockets by looking at the color um at the of the gums and if they're looking inflamed or not swollen you know how um how red they are but i would have to use a probe which is like i said a a small ruler to feel around the gums okay in order to assess if there's pockets there Ah, okay and do you assess the teeth before deciding on a treatment so you would get them in your chair and have a look to tell them to tell a patient exactly what it is that you would be doing because it's quite you yeah. said that it's quite difficult to see that from yeah, just from course. the human eye. Of course. Oh, so okay. whenever anyone comes, I would ask them to take a seat in the chair, mm-hmm. have a chat, um, find out their medical history, their dental history, and if they're experiencing any issues with their mouth. Okay. I'll have a look inside their mouth, have a look at the teeth, yeah, and also feel around the gums as well. Um, like I said, with, with that little ruler that I use. Yeah. Um, and then I'll bring the chair back up and I'll let the patient know. Exactly what yeah, treatment is needed Yeah, what I found, done. what treatment that I'm recommend, re- recommending for them as ah, well. Perfect, perfect. And there's another question here about whitening. Whitening treatments. Do you need a cleaning before whitening? Ideally, yes. 
Yeah. I would recommend having a clean mouth mm -hmm. for whitening. Okay. So if you've got stains built up on your teeth, yeah. um, you've got tartar built up around the, uh, uh, around the teeth as well. Okay. It's just going to be harder for you to get a good result. Okay. Um, so definitely a clean mouth. Um before you do whitening amazing so for a better result make sure that it's all clean all the plaque is yes. removed and yeah things so and if you've had a hygiene appointment recently then that's a, a great time to consider having whitening we do Perfect. two types of whitening um for in this practice we do the in-chair whitening mm -hmm. and if patients would like to take away uh, home trays um, then we can make some impressions of their teeth and give them trays to take away as well perfect perfect and with the whitening can you just talk me through um, as to what steps that you take when you're doing whitening because you know you can buy so many brands out there now that you can do at home why is it different from at home whitenings and having it done within a clinic Having whitening done within a clinic is the safest option for you. Okay, hands down, it's safest. When you're buying things off the internet, you know, I see a lot of Instagram posts where they're advertising bleaching agents. Mm -hmm. You don't really know what's contained and um, how strong those concentrations are and if it's going to be harmful to your mouth yeah. uh, and your gums in particular as well. Here, you're in a controlled environment controlled yeah. environment so we're we're constantly watching you we never leave your side whilst mm -hmm. you're having a whitening treatment we'll check up on you during the treatment as well see how you're coping if you want to stop at any point the procedure you can do or if you're finding it a bit sensitive we can reduce the intensity of the led the the light that we use yeah and that can make it more comfortable for you as oh, well amazing um the, the whitening process is it's three 15-minute sessions okay. um, within one appointment, okay? So you can go up to three uh, in order to get your desired results. Perfect, perfect. And do you cover do you cover the gums or anything like that? Like, yes. Because I know from myself where previously before I came to the clinic and did home whitening um, that I've put gels accidentally on my gums. Now, it hurts. Yeah. And I would not recommend home whitening kits for that purpose. It really does really hurt. So do you, how, how do you do it? So talk me through like the, the appointment. So if I came into the clinic and sat in your chair essentially and I wanted some whitening. Yeah. So we would retract the lips mm -hmm. out of the way and then we use a rubber dam, a liquid rubber dam okay. um, in order to uh, go along the gums okay. and cover the, the soft tissue around, mm -hmm. around the teeth. And also we use some cotton wool and gauze as well. Um, sometimes, unfortunately, the bleach can seep under the rubber dam so you yeah. might have some white spots and um, once we remove the dam yeah. as well okay but that's short short term yeah but we've done the maximum possible in order to protect your soft tissue yeah and that's not something that you can do at home yeah so I found out the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> it was not comfortable. It yes. really hurt for days. So yeah. I definitely, definitely myself would recommend people coming in. And, and it might have been the concentration of the bleach that you used as yeah. well. That could well, have been I, it was just the issue. brand off the shelf. So that just goes to show how, you know, strong, how strong that they can be and yeah. how dangerous essentially because what is the uh the negative effects then of me accidentally getting um whitening gel on my gums so 
obviously they'll they'll be like there was sensitivity what um what else can happen to that it can burn burn your gums you know like you could have inflamed gums Oh um, really? Yeah, it can cause inflammation of of the of the gums in in certain areas. Oh gosh! Just depends. Just depends what you're using. Yeah. Mm, not good. Not good. So you also offer biological cleans in the clinic for yeah. adults and children. So just uh, talk me through the steps because it's very different to a normal scale and polish. Talk me through the duration, what you do, what is used. Okay. So the duration is around about. One hour, 15 minutes, one and a half hour. Okay. With a normal scale and polish, you'd be getting rid of the plaque, the tartar, stains of your teeth. And that is actually included part of this biological cleaning. Yeah. The steps are, is one of our nurses who's qualified, they'll come in and take bloods from you. And um, the bloods will be sent off to one of our labs. Within a couple of days, the blood results would come back. The doctor will assess the results, comment on them, and then we will contact you with your results and the doctor's comments. The stages of the cleaning are, we're going to disclose your teeth, Mm -hmm. okay? We're going to use some disclosing solution that's going to highlight to us where the plaque bacteria is. Okay. And then we can show you as well the areas where you might be missing. And it's good for me as well, because I can make sure when I'm doing the cleaning, I'm getting rid of all the bad bacteria that's in your mouth. Okay. Do the scale and polish, and then we use ozone machine to help us to disinfect the areas in your mouth where and kill any bad bacteria that's there. So during the appointment, we're using biocompatible materials. Yeah. Um, so we're using fluoride-free polishing paste we're using a dental conditioner at the end of the appointment as well to help Mm -hmm. desensitize and brighten the teeth as well thank you very much for joining us in our podcast today thank you very much for having me looking forward to talking more deeply into hygiene um, with you in future podcasts amazing thank you To all our listeners, if you have any questions about your hygiene, please don't hesitate to give us a message on our social media portals on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to hearing from you soon and have a lovely day. Bye.